Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. We thank you and we bless your name. We ask that you minister to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. A life well lived is a life not lived by bread alone, but also by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is what makes a life well lived. The ration of God's word just as we take our regular meals. That is God's arrangement for his creation. And so it cannot be contested. Man has to submit himself to what can make him have a life that is well lived. A life to the glory of God. And so let's take God's word seriously. Everything we are looking for is in the word of God. Without him was not anything made which was made. If you give attention to God's word, you'll be a better person. Not just saved, but a better person that you can testify that you have lived well. The testimony about Christ, the living word, is that he has done all things well. That's Mark chapter 7 verse 37. And they were beyond measure astonished saying he has done all things. Not some things but all things. Well. That is the testimony of the word of God. It helps you to live well. And at the end of the day. Your testimony is all things are done well. So we have to respect God's word and give attention to it. There's no need to chase anything beside God's word because that is what makes us and give us the testimony of a life well Many people are gone too soon, not because they have died. They may be alive or they may be dead, but their lives do not register anymore. Their lives lack a God value, an eternal value, because they forfeited the word of God. So make sure that you prize this word of God in your life. Make time for it. It will give you a testimony of you have lived well, you have done all things well. In every area of your life, you have done all things well. For instance, today, I was trying to correct something 
around our church premises and I did that from the word of God there are people that is their business but I have a higher motivation for that than just or get these people to fix this thing no the Bible says the righteous shall be more excellent than his neighbor it comes from the word of God so all of you must settle down to God's word so that you have a life well lived a life well well lived it comes from the word of God you live well as a person you live well as a family you will live well in whatever that you are doing when you see a life that is not well lived the missing link is the word of God and I've seen so many people like that they have ruined their lives because they simply cannot pay attention to the word of God what has made me by the grace of God is just sitting down like you do and paying attention to God's word that's all and it has not been bad it has gotten us somewhere and some of you are even beneficiaries of that so settle down to God's word it will build you up the Bible says and give you an inheritance among them that are saved appreciate God's word it has no equal there's nothing that can compete with the word there's no gift in the church that comes close to God's word it is in the class of his own we are not doing God's people a service uh, a great deal of service when we, are, we close the word of God and carry on with our gifts even when we are singing like when you were singing this morning um, this evening I was telling myself I hope they are learning something from the songs I hope they are learning so when you stand here to sing we are not just singing it's a teaching the word of God will dwell richly in us don't sing songs because we have had we've got visitors so we want to make them feel at home there's nothing like that a teacher does not have to change his subject in class because newcomers have joined the church I mean it's, it's class the way he helps the person is to, is to stick to the, the syllables or the curriculum so that's what we do in church when you are not taught and, and tutored well you see you, you lose God and then you take the church off track but that's not how it ought to be so Pay attention to God's word and you will live well. A life well lived comes from that. You don't have to grow too old to begin to give God credit for certain things that he said. Oh, it is true, it is true. You don't have to get there. Right now, like Timothy Paul said you have known the holy scriptures from your childhood which is able to make you wise unto salvation you've known the holy scriptures from your childhood he didn't say you have known a rabbi but you've known the holy scriptures you've known Jewish customs 
and dietary laws but you have known the, the scriptures and uh, they make the wise unto salvation salvation through Christ and salvation in life itself it's not only heaven God is taking us to he wants to bring heaven down to us on earth here and except you have God's word that's, that's not going to happen so I'm confident that as we give ourselves to the word of God we'll have a testimony of a life well lived that's what he said about Jesus he has done all things well but then the word of God is not one thing like I've been repeating that is the temptation of human beings they are creatures of interest likes hobbies so we tend to bring that into the things of God for some people everything is prophecy everything if they will have a job prophecy if they will marry prophecy for some people everything is given everything but money is not that a big deal in, 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 in God's economy faith is bigger than money even when they read for God so loved the world it will come down to giving God gives let's give you know everything is that is there's a parochial way of seeing things but the apostle Paul said I have not shunned to declare unto you the whole counsel of God there is something like that my burden for the church for God's people is the things that we could have easily overcome or escaped if we have been paying attention to the whole counsel of God but we are still marking time around those things because we wouldn't pay attention to the whole counsel of God. You see, your little finger, this one, or your thumb alone, is not your hand. You can't say, this is my hand, or this is my hand. This is your hand. Fingers, wrists, elbow, the whole arm makes the hand. And that is a picture of the Christian faith. You see, you can't take things with this one. Can't even drink water with this. And that is how a lot of people want to be Christians. They, they just find one thing. It's, it's easy to be a Christian. And very beautiful to be a Christian. Christianity should make you beautiful. Not ugly. It should bring order to your life should bring decency to your life but that wouldn't happen if you are just hanging on one thing like I told you the other time prayer is not just one thing prayer is not just speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues when Paul prayed you could see this is a, a matured person praying a pastor praying a minister of God praying a lot of lazy praying are in the department of tongues 
very lazy. The guy is not tasking his mind to talk to God as an intelligent being. He just sweeps prayer under the cloak of mystery. I'm speaking to God in a mystery. And God is saying, you are not even speaking mysteries to me. This is foolish talking. You are not even making sense to me. Tongue talking is not senseless speech, spiritual utterance. No. When you are really speaking in tongues, it will tax your spirit, man. Oh, yes. He said, when I speak in tongues, my spirit pray. Your spirit is not mad. He, 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 he's saying something. So, we need to have balance. And one of the evidence of balance is beauty, order, fruitfulness. Like Peter puts it, if these things be in you, you will not be barren or unfruitful. For how long have you been a Christian and how fruitful have you been? Right. No fruits to show. Very unstable. Can't, can't stick to anything. Watch out if your life is becoming ugly and fruitless. You are responsible. It is, no, it is not anybody's making. Then before you know why you become bitter, you start pointing fingers. Some people start disappearing because their lives are full of question marks. When they appear, they are, they are a barrage of questions. That's no Christianity. Jesus says, so far as I'm in the world, I'm, in the, I'm the light of the world. Light. Silent, but impactful. Not confused, bizarre, and a restless person. And it, it happens because you think that this thing is just one thing. You know, there are people that can just lock themselves up and then they just pray for two hours in tongues. Yes, I'm just praying. There's nothing wrong with tongues. The Bible says forbid not to speak in tongues. But you see, the problem is that is all they have signed up for. Everything. Tongues. One thing. To pass exams. Tongues. Have you read Proverbs? All you know is, is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, 14. How balanced are you? I pray that you will have a balance in your Christian life. Yeah. A husband should know how to love his wife. It's not about talking in tongues. The wife doesn't need that. A woman should know how to behave herself at home. And it's balance that brings bring that to you. If you call yourself a prophetess in the church and you can prophesy. But at home, your husband is not happy with you. It simply shows a lack of balance. Christianity is beautiful. I want people to know it is beautiful. See, I have pity on this world. It's not, this world is not a beautiful world. Their lives are in disorder and disarray. It is God who speaks beauty into our lives. If you have your former picture there before you go born again, and now that God has had mercy upon you, you can compare it to what I'm saying. If you are really born again, if you don't have pictures too, you can just travel in your mind and see how you were prior to now. So if we are going back to that, something is wrong and you have to sit up. So the faith is not one thing. 
divine revelation is not one thing. You know, some people just feel that they can just check into some place and pray, clap their hands, storm their feet, and fix everything. It's not going to be fixed that way. Anybody who is telling that is lying to you. It's unfortunate. Their ignorance is damning probably more than their own belief. If I can go to this place and, they, uh, you know, and scream and deal with my enemies and you don't know that the enemy is, is your ignorance the Bible never said my people are destroyed because of the multitudes of their enemies he said they are destroyed for lack of knowledge why do you don't know his father is killing you you don't know how to submit to your husband and you think he's a village witch trying to check you out of your marital home that's the problem with you you don't know how to be diligent and wise in simple management of the work of your hands. You don't, you don't know it. Why wouldn't you be poor? Yeah, you will be poor. The Bible says, so shall your poverty come like an armed man. But the devil enjoys it when you give him the highway of ignorance. He will drive very, very fast and spoil you and destroy as many things as he possibly can. You know, this Christian thing is a practical thing. Wake up. Spirituality does not shut down practical things. And where we are reading in Second Peter, it's just practical. Why do you have to open your eyes to walk? Why don't you say an angel is leading you? So if you close your eyes, after all it is written, I will not dash my foot against a stone. No, Jesus knew better. That is the stupidity of a lot of Christians. And they wonder why they are the way they are. Except they find something spiritual, in quotes, to hang their blame on. They are not Christians. Have you added to your faith virtue? That's the question. What kind of recommendation letter do you have? Are you a vicious person or are you a virtuous person? Have you added to your virtue knowledge? Knowledge. When was the last time you read a book? Christian literature. Even in our four books here, most of you have not read it. Almost every day, almost, I'm carrying the books with me. And yet I'm the one who wrote them. And you want to waste the pastor's time with, you know, have this problem and I have that. That's irresponsibility. No, you have to be told so that you will sit up. It's as simple as that. You are trying to explain so much with spiritual diagrams. But I'm trying to show you that, listen, some of us, by the grace of God, we are more spiritual than you. Stop the show you are making and listen to sense. Can you say amen? amen. Just listen to the wisdom of God. In the church, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. We don't do gimmicks. We speak. The height of wisdom is when we are speaking. Not when we are doing something. When I hold a towel and I swing from here to here, that is not wisdom. That is just holding a towel. But in wisdom, we speak. Have you added to knowledge, temperance? You say you want to solve this here. Where have you got into are you that tactical about your soaring? Or you have just let yourself to the wind? 
<laughs> whatever comes comes and just you know no there is temperance see that like the a, 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 a bridle in the mouth of a horse what they used to 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 regulate the speed of a horse and whether he should stop temperance do you have that do you have that the way you are living now project your life into the next five or ten years what is going to come out of you are you temperate or your appetites are a highway of anything no temperance except you don't see a girl you want to sleep with her something is wrong with you anything you see you want to buy any food whether you know how to eat it or not you must buy it it's amazing no temperance no temperance no restraint and constraint that's why you are failing you speak in tongues but welcome to failure because you are there's no temperance in your life you can't use one part of scripture to silence one part no all of them are allowed temperance self-control sometimes you, you lose control but you must arrest control when a driver loses control he does not say oh you know no he fights for his life you need to have some controls people they don't say this is my temper for me you know i have a temper problem you, you shut up my friend and get some temperance now i have an anger problem where, where did you get that from jesus gave it to you i have laziness problem you really have a big problem there must be temperance some discipline some self-mastery these are the raw truth about the Christian life. You say, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to pass these exams. Then you discipline yourself when you do it. I'm going to do this job. I'm going to accomplish this task. That's Christianity. You don't, we don't lay hands on you to pass exams. I'm sorry. The church is almost becoming like a, a place of, you know, magic or something. No. Even the leaders of the church, that is not how they led, they led it. A tithe of Paul's Paul's diligence and discipline, it will kill some of you. Just a tithe. The man look at all the apostles of his time. He said, I labored more than them. And to be an apostle, what, what, that's, that was not lazy work. Even deacons are working. How much more apostles? They didn't have time for social activities. No, no apostle was visiting the other person. When Peter, Paul got saved, visited Peter, stayed with him for some time that was it so much to do to come back and high five themselves no temperance that's how you, you lay hold on the future and patience perseverance are you the type who just give in no perseverance the ability to stick to something until you see results and then godliness it doesn't fall from you like a ripe mango. No, you exercise yourself unto godliness. That's all. 
exercise you see your worldly friends how they do it they get up in the morning and they are running up the hill they are jogging they are going to the gym well you you may do that or you may not do that but if you want to excel in God then you must add your faith godliness and then to that godliness brotherly kindness yeah brotherly kindness some of these things they don't look powerful <laughs> but it is in their absence you will see how powerful they are where where are you going and how far are you going with hatred your task is to wake up in the morning and hit somebody especially a fellow Christian those of you that you have issues with people I don't know who they are but you, you, you have you have managed to have an issue with somebody in the church where are you taking it to You know, sometimes people, sometimes they can even come to me, it's like they have, it's good, it's good at a certain level. But at some level, I feel you should go beyond that. If every time we have known you for, you know, you run for, you run, you know, it's like somebody has, I have some, this person, pastor called this person. No, we don't call people like that, please. You must grow up. Can you say Amen. Every time somebody has done something against you. What kind of person are you? That you have time to stop and consider what people are doing. Sometimes the person has not even done it, but you think that they think. It's in their head. The way, the way I saw him, he is thinking this about, how did you know? And then when you go to bed, you can't sleep. And you have gone to two or three brothers to explain it to them. They don't need your explanation. We did not come here to listen to your explanations. We came here to know God. Praise the Lord. If I always come here and I'm, I, I start telling what people have done against me, how will I have time to preach? When you are in the church, things I tell people they don't do. Uh, do this you don't, all kinds of things so even as brothers it's possible not to be kind to each other and so he says add you know these are things we add by diligence if you just you, you, you are just soft on it and daydreaming about it it may not happen you have to apply yourself to do to add this thing I showed you how Esau and Jacob were brothers from the same womb not, not step brother stepmother same womb the Bible said two nations are in your womb referring to Jacob and Esau but existing between them was brotherly hatred and not only Esau and, and, and Jacob but also David in his family there was the unfortunate case of brotherly hatred 2nd Samuel chapter 13 verse 22 2nd Samuel 13 22 and Absalom spake unto his brother 
Amnon. Neither good nor bad. You see that? That's trouble. Be careful of claiming neutrality in relationships. See, in an automatic car, we have the 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 gear stick. We have the drive. We have the reverse. We have the neutral. We have the parking. Sometimes in your relationship with others, you can actually park. I'm not going to talk with you. It's over. At other times, it's not parking. It is reversing, redrawal. Stay in your room, I stay in my room. Stay in your corner, I stay in my corner. We are in the choir, but you are at the west end and I'm at the east end. We are pastors. But I will show him that I'm older than him. These are Christian manifestations. The Bible does not condemn you, but that's why it's saying hard. And then sometimes it's neutral. This relationship is just, it's just neutral. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Because when a car is neutral, depending on the gradient, the slope, it may move or it may not move. So, you know, just if he greets me, fine. If he doesn't greet me, fine. If I greet him, that kind of stuff. And that was Absalom's attitude. Neither good nor bad. You are not going to heaven and you are not going to hell. We don't know where you are going. And there's always an issue for those things. But it's baseless, I told you. Because whatever issue you are going to bring in the New Testament, the Father, the Lord will point you to Christ. That because of Christ... It ends there. Before you come to counseling, you say, I want to see the pastor, I want to see reverend, I want to see mommy and all of that. Think of, go to Christ. This thing you are doing with your husband and wife. Where, how, how should it end if you appeal to Christ? But sometimes because, you know, somebody will not bow will not submit like the Bible says to one another in the fear of God matters have to be dragged but it is the same Christ if you even come to see your, your pastor or a counselor that we, we will come to if you forgive somebody because of me you don't understand Christianity if I'm not there what will you do so you carry a dagger in your soul all your life it's because of Christ you know, it's worldly people who do that. You know, that kind of stuff. That is not Christianity. Paul never said, look to me and forgive. It's Christ because of Christ. So you have to step up in your Christianity. This Christianity we are living for pastor. If not because of pastor, you know, what is pastor? Yeah, pastor is something, but you know, don't elevate him so much. As if he's the Lord of the church. Now, verse 28. Second Samuel 13, 28. 
28. Now Absalom had commanded his servants, saying, Mark ye now when Amnon's heart is merry with wine. Very strange thought among brothers. He sedated his own brother to murder him. There are some death nobody knows because it is a family issue. One of them killed his own brother or sister. So it's different from an armed robber shot him or something happens outside. It is an internal issue. You see, internal bleeding or internal diseases are difficult to track. Even with modern inventions of instruments, you know, it's still not easy. X-ray and all the other ones which have come. CT scan, what have you. To check stomach, this, that. It's still not easy to find. And it's like that. Among brethren. Sometimes somebody can go quiet in the church. And we don't know who is responsible for that person's quietness. He has killed the soul of the person. And the person only thinks to himself, I mean, he's bleeding inside. I'm not going to leave the church. I love this church. I'm not going to leave the church because of pastor. No. Because of pastor, it comes again. Because that is the one I can see. I can see Jesus as a pastor. Then it's going on. And the killer is somewhere around. Smite Amnon, then kill him. Your brother, yes. Are you like that? You can call for a meeting and then you tell somebody, you know, smite this person. Kill him. You don't do it with a sword, but you have a way of talking to people to paint people black. They should be careful about somebody. Anything that will destroy your heart, even if the person is at fault and is evil, but a conversation is going to destroy your heart, you are trekking dangerously. Whoever is talking to you is giving you a dagger to stab your own heart. Verse 29. And the servants of Absalom did unto Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose. Every man got him up upon his mood and fled. You see the effect of lack of brotherly kindness? It has scattered the whole family. When we don't love each other, that's what happens. We scatter. We gather by love. We scatter without it. Nothing works again. If your hand decides that it will not love your head, it will scatter. Your, your feet says it doesn't love your stomach. It will scatter. You can't have your body together. 15. 2 Samuel 13, 15. And Amnon hated her exceedingly. Who is she hating? Her own sister. Exceedingly. In the family. What shall we say about the Jews and the Samaritans? The Samaritans were the half-brother brothers of the Jews. They were mixed race. They were not 100% Jews. And 
the racial pride of the Jews wouldn't recognize them as their brothers. So you remember when Jesus was trying to witness to the Samaritan woman. The Samaritan woman said to Jesus, we the Samaritans, we have no dealings with you. Jesus was trying to say, you are my, you are my sister, I'm one of you. <laughs> he said, from where? You want water? Something as basic as water, the woman declined. Sometimes you have some things you can give to people, but you don't give to them because of the way you think about them. Oh yes. You want to, you take pleasure in the person's suffering. When something good is coming the person's way and it did not happen, you will say you were kissing, but you were happy. Oh yes. It's 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 sweet. It seals hair. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was going to marry you or whatever and then it went to another person big trouble you hate her hate her children <laughs> transference of hatred is in the heart of the people called Christians you see why Jesus took this thing called the New Testament higher when we say the New Testament is more glorious than the Old Testament, it is more than just lightning and tenders and the signing face of Moses. Come on, settle down to real practical Christianity and sound doctrine. God is not interested in just striking tenders, lightnings, and you know, it's more glorious in that sense. That's not what we're talking about. What is glory? Glory is weight. Now, when Jesus tells you, that you have heard that thou shalt not murder but if you are angry at your brother you have killed him that is a testament which is more glorious than the one in Moses this forget about shining faces you are talking about shining hearts spend all your time listening to somebody's testimony say he has gone to heaven and he has come and whatever you're just wasting your time and, and have a gold teeth you should have bauxite teeth or silver nobody cares practical Christianity a lot of detours twists and turns that makes and adds nothing to you even miracles, God has a purpose of, of working miracles. God is not God, God is not, you know, just at the whim of anybody. You know, you just wave something and God just moves. No, come on, he's bigger than that. Have you forgotten when Moses prayed? He said, Lord, please let me go to the promised land. He said, Don't 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 talk about that again, right? Don't 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 ever mention it. Meet me, at, meet me at the mountain. We are going to die there. That's God. Acts chapter 6, the Hebrews and the Grecians 
the Bible said they, they rose up in murmuring. In other words, there was no brotherly kindness. The Hebrew brothers, it was a racial problem, an ethnic problem. If you come from the north and from somebody come from the south, how do you flow in the church? I am in the university. Somebody has not even been to a nursery before. How do you flow? You should remember how far Jesus came from to where we are. The Bible says, let the brother who is kind of a higher degree condescend to men of low estate. Anybody can sit anywhere in this church except for order. So this is the pastor's place. Pastor should sit here. But it does not mean that he was important than somebody. Yeah? The important is not in where you sit. It's just for order. So there was a problem right there between the Grecians and the Hebrews. Paul and Barnabas, forefront missionaries, apostles. The Bible said there was no small dissension between the two of them. A sharp dissension. Now, except these ministers were full of love, they would have harbored bitterness against each other. And God wouldn't say, oh, it doesn't matter because you are still winning souls for me. For God, everything matters. Everything. When he gave Paul lots of revelation and Paul was going to be proud, he didn't say it doesn't matter, just carry on, be proud, just do the work of my Paul. He said, no, I will give you a ton. A little pride. Let me give you a little pin to bust the balloon of your pride before you become something else. Listen, don't be in a hurry to watch over your brother's heart, watch over your own heart. You are a very weak person. If Paul dreaded being exalted above measure, you, you should see pastors today, young preachers and whatever. It's like we should carry them. And yet you have not written a line, one line in the Bible. It is somebody who has written something and you, know, you are now giving commentaries on them and saying that you are now giving revelations on top of revelations and it has be, made you a monster. May God help us to keep ourselves low. May we not develop spiritual hunchbacks higher than we ought to be. The church in Corinth, you know, there were a lot of bickering and infighting and strife in that place. <laughs> Communion table was like standing around a boxing ring. No love. Galatians chapter 5 Galatians 5 14 For all the law is fulfilled in one word even in this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In the church your neighbor is your brother. But if ye bite 15 If ye bite and devour another You see how biting is? It's a, it's a painful thing to be bitten. Even if a mosquito bites you, you feel it. Now, 
when there is no brotherly kindness this is what is going on biting and devouring one another of course this literally happened in a place you know some of these people don't listen to instruction their pastor warned them in the church because somebody has risen up among them saying that he is gifted his leading prayer meeting you know you rub your stomach and then you have breakthrough or baby or whatever and then people troop there a good shepherd will always warn his people that's why I always keep waving the flag but don't don't try this attention look on and run escape for your life truth is not synonymous with fashion amen he went for this meeting and then in the course of the all night that is how low they have sunk that this is no holy ghost which gift of the spirit is that the lord says that you have an evil spirit so everybody should pounce on you and bite you literally so she took off like a boat and came to his pastor's house what would a pastor do a good shepherd he has to receive his wounded member the pastor look at my my body the mosquitoes no human beings like him have given him a good bite that's not if he bite and devour one another take heed be cautious be careful that you be not consumed one of another don't let a church be on fire. Don't let your house be on fire. Walk to your house like you are walking into an air condition. That's Christianity. The Bible gives us a challenge for kindness. The Father himself. Luke 635. Luke 635. This is just kindness even not brotherly kindness this is general kindness so if there can be this general kindness then there should be brotherly kindness because in general kindness there is nothing like this is my brother or my sister it's just a general kindness Luke chapter 6 the verse number 35 but love your enemies it's a difficult thing for Christians to do now don't let them tag you as an enemy. They will burn you with prayer. Yes, that is the Christian siren of this generation. Don't let me find out that you are one of my enemies. In seven days, <laughs> you shall be laid to rest. <laughs> Love your enemies. Somebody say, love your enemies. Start practicing this in church. The saints are not your enemies. But that brother that is stepping on your toes, begin now. 
If you can't love the brother close to you, forget about loving your enemy. If you are going to kill this brother with the sword, oh, you will hire people to kill the, your enemy. So, love your enemies, do good, lend, hoping for nothing again. Don't make much ado about people that have given things to even money and they are supposed to pay. If they say they will do it, give them some time. Exercise some patience. You may be after your money, but God also may be after your patience. He's working on your patience. That is not to say that if you are owing money, don't pay. Pay it. But let's live in a balance. You, can, you don't have any right to abuse God's word because of a circumstance. You should, you should still act well. You can't say my wife did not give me food. So, I will slap her or from next month, I won't give her money again. You can't do that. You can't, even, you can't even say I'm going to test it to see if it will work. It, you can't test anything. If God starts testing you, where will you be? Your reward shall be great and you shall be the children of the highest for he is kind unto the un- unthankful and to the evil. Think about it. It's, it's, it's very clear. He says, kind, these are two wicked people. Unthankful and what? There are some people they have never prayed over food since they came to this world. Like, oh God, thank you for this meal. Even if they went to secondary school, they did not share the grace because when they are sharing grace, they open their eyes. Yet, sometimes those are the ones getting fatter and fatter and fatter. <laughs> Those who pray, they don't get fat. <laughs> Unthankful. You have never attended the first night. For what? They greet the next year at parties and nightclubs. But they are healthy throughout the year. God is showing them kindness. See that? And he's not a brother of God. And he's not a son either. And to the evil. There's a challenge to you from the heathen. Matthew chapter 5. The heathen. Matthew 5. 43. Ye have heard that had been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. The glory of the New Testament. But I say unto you, authority, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. This prayer topic alone will collapse a lot of prayer centers. Because that is not what we are here for. And those who persecute. We are here because of those who hate us and persecute us. How can you now tell us that we should pray for them? 
Mister, did you sleep well last night? Is everything okay with you? And yet it is written in God's word. I have found messages preached by good men and all I saw was fueling hatred in people. Oh yes. Power, what they call power-packed messages. It's power-packed. But it is hatred-packed. It makes you to hate people. To hate your government. How can you make intercession for the nation? How can you go into prophetic throes and groans for God's glory to be revealed in the land because you are always against something. The president should die. Vice president should have stroke. Members of cabinet should go to D5. I mean, all kinds of evil imagination. If that is how God dealt with you, where will you be by now? Before you pray, please think. Read your Bible. Don't pray out of anger. Pray out of the revelation of God's word. Don't pray out of frustration. Sometimes because of even bad governance, that is why a lot of people have come to church. You don't know that that is, that is what is even helping the church to grow. Because the people are now tired. And you have come to tell oh God help us. And you want to keep. <laughs> we are very short-sighted people. We and all our prophets. We don't see far. Amen. We are reading 43. But I say unto you, 44, love your enemies, bless them by curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despite will use you and persecute you. That ye may be the children of your father. We are going to end on this one. Which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil. There he goes again. And on the good. If it is 12 noon and somebody insults you and the sun appears, it will be on you and the person who insulted you. You can't protest and say, oh God, why is the sun shining on him? He just insulted me. No. You will see his face very well in the sun. And he sended rain on the just and the unjust. If your neighbor does not like you, but he has green grass or doing small garden, the rain will fall on his garden and his green grass. If you don't have green grass in your house, all you have is weeds. You are just man by weeds will grow, whereas his grass is green at his other side. If you love them, now this is the challenge. If you love them which love you, what reward have you? Jesus is taking this thing higher. We say we are Christians. What are we learning? We don't learn anything. We are just active Christians, screaming Christians, Oja, Kesian Tom Christians, and Bible Kesian Christians. 
We are made domino Christians. Made domino people. Please cease fire. Tell your neighbor cease fire. <laughs> you see, it takes. Do you see how we train children? If you don't want your child to be a public ridicule or social uh, misfit, it takes time. It takes space. When you see people's beautiful children walking in, in town, they didn't just appear. There have been a lot of patience. Yes. When I was in school, one of my, 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 my mates, at a point, even his bread and gary, it was homemade. He doesn't buy bread. They bake it in the house and bring it to him. Have you eaten such a bread before? <laughs> so, so, when you see somebody, the way he has become is different. Now the church is like that. We must take pains to bring people up. Listen, evangelism is great and we must step up our evangelistic zeal. But there is something called teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. How long does it take for somebody to say Jesus is Lord? In a split second, and he's a Christian, saved by faith through grace. But this teaching business, I travail in birth again, Paul the Apostle said, until Christ before me. What was the challenge? Truth. Bringing them to the knowledge of God's word, the exactitude of truth. So, he said, if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same. You see that? The publicans the same. If you love those who love there's nobody who hates the person who loves him. If you love me, I love you. Yeah? But if you don't like me, I don't like you. That is the balance in the world. So Jesus says, that is all that you have as Christians. No. And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the public council? Be therefore perfect as your father which is in heaven is perfect. What is he saying? He's challenging us to kindness that he's using the heathen to challenge us. They don't know God but they do better. If you are at their level, there's no difference. Acts chapter 28. Acts 28, verse 1. I'm showing you a practical example of kindness here. And these people were not born again, but they were kind. They were kind to the Apostle Paul. Sometimes the people who show kindness to Christians are not even Christians. The Christians malign them. The Christians insult Christians. The Christians fight Christians. It's unbelievers rather. Acts 28, one and when they were escaped, this is when Paul they have had shipwreck, then they knew that the island was called Melita, maybe present day Malta. 
and the barbarous people who were the barbarous people they were heathens these people did not know the Lord of Moses they don't know Jesus they did not know resurrection they did not know the blood nothing they were living in their raw sinful depraved state but verse 2 the barbarous people showed us no little kindness how can you sit down and a barbarous person show more kindness than you barbarous you are not barbarous you are christian they showed us no little do you understand the english it was not a small kindness very big for they kindled the fire that is that was one thing they did they made them comfortable you know there are some people when somebody is sleeping can go and remove the pillow they are even removing the mattress you know they are pulling him go and pour water on the mattress and they received every one of us they did not say you your head we don't like your head go out you will like your nose coming they received everyone because of the present rain because of the cold now these same people the Bible said they heaped anus on the apostle verse 10 who also honored us with many honors see the the bible could only uh, put them in those terms could not go into details oh yeah one the people that were with them said you know these are criminals at first that's what they thought but suddenly we're being kind unto them when you are kind to people you won't die rather you will live it will help your heart forgive people love people don't be too serious about issues yeah it affects your respiratory system it affects your nervous system I mean your whole system is tasked because somebody deserves something from you and you must make the person know that he deserves it that is a hard way to live cool down and begin to think of how kind you can be to somebody and with the same measure with which you measure and you met and give to someone another person will give to you blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy amen be on your feet and let's pray if you have anything to confess to God tell him right now I'm sorry for keeping things in the attic of my heart I'm cool on the outside but I'm boiling on the inside I have a diary of hurts against people I am on a neutral gear in my relationship with brethren I'm not on reverse I've not packed but I'm neutral I'm not making any effort to get along I'm, I, I'm just let's let things be 
maybe it's your wife or your husband a Christian husband or Christian wife it can be different let's make a difference by the word which we have heard today add to your faith brotherly kindness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ thank you Lord thank you Lord oh to be like thee oh to be like thee blessed redeemer pure as thou art come in thy sweetness come in thy fullness stand right on image deep on oh to be like thee oh to be like thee blessed redeemer pure as thou Come in thy sweetness, come in thy fullness, stand by the Holy image. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Our cry is stamped out, thine image deep on our hearts. Let us live in open tracks of kindness towards each other. Unblock every track that is blocked that makes us unkind to one another. Heal us, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Sanctify us, Lord. Purify us, Lord. And release us into a baptism, a deluge of kindness that we will love and will be kind and will be merciful unto each other. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for answered prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.